Hello, mamas. We are back. Oh, I gotta find my list. There it is. All right. We are going to start this episode by talking about our mama retreat really fast. If you haven't heard about it, I don't know how because it is all over Facebook. All over. And I think there was even a TikTok made. I thought you made a TikTok the other day. I didn't, but I need to. That's... We're going to make some TikToks. There you go. <laughs> um, so the mama retreat is for all moms, no kids or husbands or wives, none of them. Okay, this is specifically for our mamas. Do not bring your stress. <laughs> our husbands may have to pop in to, like, cook some food or bring some food in real quick. But if you want, we can dress them up like slaves. We, we definitely, definitely can't. Or like women. women. You guys are probably like <laughs> that even better. <laughs> oh, Stephen and Daniel. Oh, we're going to get a moo-moos. Oh, oh my God. God. They'd, They'd love it. it. Yes. They would love it. Stephen would totally... Yeah. Yeah. That's that going to be, be hilarious. We're going to have to do that now. So... Wigs? It's well, going to be great. It'll be the first time Daniel actually has hair. hair. <laughs> Did you see that he shaved it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, he shaved his head. It doesn't look that bad, really. It doesn't look bad. But, for sure, they're going to look great. Anyways, it Some will be... highlights about the mama, tr- mama retreat. Perfect. It will be August 26th from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. There will be a silent auction. There will be giveaways. It's going to be a lot of fun. All silent auction items start at $1. They don't have to bid for a lot. We are so thankful for our local businesses who have come to support us and you and gave us these baskets. We have tons of giveaways as well. And um, we are still waiting on some of our local people to get back with us to give us more or donate more or whatever they think that they want to do. So it's going to be a really f- fun time. We're going to have a fish fry. We're going to have loin. We're going to have yard games. We're going to have free massages. Free. You don't have to pay a dime for a massage. We've got you. So you're going to have free massages. The entry fee is $15 pre-event. The day of, there'll be $20 to get into the event. Make sure that you get in because we can only have 100 people. So make sure that you get your... Get your, Get your tickets now. If you have questions, just message one of us or the Imperfect Mom Facebook page. We will respond pretty quickly. And that's that's pretty much that. We're also going to have like a do-it-yourself kind of spa deal. There will be some things in there like some face masks, some all kinds of shit. Okay, just show up, please. We want to see you. We want you to have a great day. We want you to spend time on yourself. You deserve it. If you feel like you've related to any of the podcasts ever that have come out from Imperfect Mom Guides, we want to talk to you. We want you there. We want to discuss the issues, the, the pros, the cons of everything being a mama. It's rough. We get it. But there are ups with it, too. And we want to be there. We want you to tell us what you're going through, good or bad, and we want to have a face-to-face conversation with everyone. We also want to show you our amazing dance moves, so make sure to be there. That are non-existent for me. (laughs) All right, let's get into it today. Uh, Let's just start with what everybody's probably been wondering. Again, if you're not on Facebook and you haven't seen this yet, 
I went to the doctor on Wednesday. I do not have a prolapse vag. Just so you know. Good news. Also not cancer, but I I may have been a little more worried that it was going to lean closer to the prolapsed vag. <laughs> so, if anybody's ever had a prolapsed vag, we need details on that because I want to know what it's like. I... I also do. I and if you have pictures, that's a bonus. Like not 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 of not of your of vagina. Your, like of like the surgery to get it back. I guess like the internal stuff. They surely give you pictures of what it looks or like. Or like the in ultrasound. There. Like hey, I would take that too. I'm just very curious when it comes to that kind of stuff. I want to know what it looks like, how it works. Like I've seen a cow prolapse, but I'm gonna I, say that's a little different. Yep, yeah. well, a little <laughs> different. In goats, they prolapse really easy. I've been on the farm too much, sorry. Okay, so let's get to it. I have endometriosis, and I have a stage four endometriosis, which is causing cysts, and the cysts get big and they burst. So that is what's causing all of my pain. Um, I got a call from the doctor the other day. Oh, yeah? They told me I was too young to have a hysterectomy. Well, that's bullshit. And I'm like, okay, well, my options are a Nuva ring, an IUD, or this new endometriosis medicine, or I guess like the pill birth control type stuff. I think I'm going to, I think, not I think, I am leaning towards the IUD, so I think I'm going to call them tomorrow, tell them that's what I want, since they're not going to give me a hysterectomy. I could also get, um... A tubal, but my doctor recommends I probably shouldn't get a tubal. That way I don't have to go through two surgeries. Because either way, I'm going to have to have a hysterectomy in the next 5-10 years. Yeah, but then again, I would almost disagree with your doctor. Because I do know a few people that have had the tubal and then turned around years later and had to have the hysterectomy. And yes, you're going through two surgeries, but the tubal is... Pretty fast recovery. Right. And it's a permanent form of birth control. Right. And, like, for us, that is an important thing. Like, not just the whole, like, yes, I understand you are in pain and you are going through all this. But if you have one less thing, one less big thing to have to worry about, (laughs) in my mind, I would be like, hey, let's do this. I'll be back to normal in a week. Right. You know, and then in five to ten years, if I have to go through another surgery, because that's a lot more. Right. Like, a lot more intense. Like, there's a lot more to that. Right. Like, honestly, because I have heard, which I have never had an IUD, I have heard that those are pretty painful. I don't know. I've also not had it. The only thing that I'm worried about is gaining weight. Not that I'm worried about gaining weight, I guess, but, like, a little nervous because birth control does not fucking do me well. Does not at all do me very well. But I know that a lot of people say that the IUD definitely helps with the pain. And that's good. That would be something that would be very beneficial now. Right. It doesn't get rid of it by any means. (laughs) And again, I don't, the people that I've talked to, I don't know their stage of endometriosis, so I don't know if they have the most severe, if they just have, like, moderate, or, I don't know, but they do say that it does help with the pain. It doesn't get rid of it, but it does help. With that being said, I'm also going to start trying to eat healthier, because they say, like, eating healthier and exercising also helps with the pain, so I went to high fit yesterday and died. 
been a while since I've been. That wasn't fun. I was also just like hurting really bad yesterday, but I was like, I need to go. Because if I don't go, I'm not going to go. It was a rough experience, but I'll be back. I haven't been for a while. I've been very lazy, and we've had a lot going on, so I've just not. And I think that's something that I feel is, like, in my mind, and I guess this could be because I've always pushed myself to the back burner. Always. Right. And a lot of mamas do. I know you guys do. But that is something extra because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the hurt yep. days after. And I feel better. And I feel like my needs are less important always because I've got children, a husband, you know, other people to take care of. So I have definitely been pushing that off because I'm like, I've got better things to do. And when I say right. better things, it's like stay home with the kids, take care of the garden, like things that could be pushed off very easily. Right. But I, I get and it. And I kind of abused myself over the weekend. <laughs> so I was hurting a little bit. We're going to have to post your fucking bruise. It's huge. So I've got, we went on a float trip for my husband's work over the weekend and we were all drinking jackassing around and somebody told me I could not push my husband off the raft. And if anybody knows, anybody doesn't know my husband, he is a 300 pound six, three, six, three, six, four man. And he's stout. And she is a uh, five foot, 100 pounds. <laughs> but I took it. I took that challenge and I fucking won. Sort of. Uh, your leg says other. Sort of. <laughs> so I ended up pushing him off of the raft, but with a bruise the size of two soda cans on my leg. And in my mind, it was still worth it because I won. For sure, but that shit looks bad. It looks it's so black. bad. It is black. It is. It looks so fucking bad. It honestly doesn't hurt that bad. Like, unless you push on it. Right. Like, you just brush up again. It doesn't really hurt that bad. But It's better that it's on your leg and not your face. Because people would start to question. Yes, definitely. But I just totally, I abused myself. My legs are covered in bruises. And then we get home and the puppy scratches me on the back of the leg. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, I definitely just abused myself over the weekend and I did not feel like working out yesterday. <laughs> I can't say that I blame you. That's why I'm glad that I have old dogs, though, when you talk yeah. about the dog scratch. Because my dogs, they, like, they are so old. Okay, I'm gonna just gonna have to get into the story. When we started the day out, we had four dogs. By tonight that we're recording, we have two. Two of our dogs are, we call them our German Shepherd Mutts. It's a mom and a daughter. Um, they, we had our chicken pen, um, butted up to the dog fence so nothing else would eat them. Well, I guess our dogs got a little curious because they couldn't fucking be hungry, let me tell you. They're fat poochers. They dug underneath the fence, killed three of my six chickens. Well, four chickens, one rooster, and a turkey. So now I have one hen, a rooster, and a turkey left. 
The only reason why I how I found out that they had got the in the pen at all, because I hadn't been outside yet, was the girls went outside, and they were screaming that the rooster was in the dog pen. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, uh, like, okay. I say that I was like, oh, god dang it, but I was kind of like, oh, man, I hope they really eat him, because I don't like that little motherfucker. He's starting to get a little mean. Um, I'm going to have to lay him down and do that line trick and be like, listen, here, you little motherfucker. Anyways... Um, by the time I got outside, all I saw were feathers everywhere, and the turkey was the only one that was still in the pen. So I opened the pen, I kicked the turkey out, and mind you, my chickens and turkey have never been free range. Ever. But I was like, I would rather you be out of this pen versus a Scooby snack right. for these dogs. Right, 100%. So I pushed the turkey out, I shut the door, and I look, so I... Only the our chocolate lab and our actual German Shepherd, they were the only two that came out. And I was like, they must have those chickens in the in their room because my dogs have their own room in our house. And I was like, they must have those chickens in their room and they're eating on them because I couldn't find the bodies anywhere. Just a shit ton of feathers. Gosh. And so I looked in the room and I realized the other two were gone. No chickens in there. So I don't know where the chicken bodies went, but they went somewhere. The other two dogs took off, the ones that got into the pen, because I know it was them, because they're the only diggers. The other two don't dig. They dug in there, got the chickens, took off. They, We found the rooster and the hen just chilling. They were Where? fine uh, next to the road ditch. They were just chilling. They were, chilling. I guess, hiding. Not hurt at all, not bit, nothing. Like, the rooster was in the dog pen when the kids came outside and got out somehow. And I know it wasn't the other two, because they didn't kill the rooster while I was in there. They were just chilling with it. Yeah. So, they just needed a little cock time. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, so... It took the dogs about an hour to come back, and at that point, we're worried that they're going to go get somebody else's chickens or somebody else's livestock, and Daniel is furious, and I'm also furious, because I'm like, you guys are supposed to be protecting our chickens, you guys are the only problems that we have, you need to get rid of them, or forever get rid of them. Um, what that means is to, unfortunately, put them down and... You bury them. You like, can't say that. You have to say unalive. We have to unalive there them. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what all the social media sites say. You have to say right. unalive. I, I guess yeah, makes sense. I don't. Whatever. Um, and so Daniel, me and Daniel had a long conversation about it. They finally came back. Um, and it was just a talk. To, and I told Daniel, I was like, these are your dogs. My two dogs don't get into trouble like this. Okay. These are 1,000% Daniel's dogs. And I was like, I'm going to leave that option up to you. I'm not going to make that decision for you. It would hurt my heart if we had to put them down or unalive them. But I also understand that at this point, they are a liability. And it just, it sucks. Um, So we called Daniel's mom and we said, hey, we got two dogs. Do you want them before we have to put them down? And so she took them. So now they're at her house where there is no livestock around her house. So I feel much and more comfortable with you know they're going to be spoiled rotten out there. Spoiled fucking rotten. They already are. Right. But, like, you know Condra is going to be... No, let me tell you. You know what they did this afternoon? 
slept on her couch all day and cuddled. Sounds spoiled yep. rotten. Yep. Sounds about Granted, right. Granted, that shit happens here too, but like my kids are more, you know, lovey dovey on the dogs. Mm-hmm. They I'm pretty sure these dogs already have their own couch at Condra's house. So they're gonna be happy. For sure. They're gonna be taken care of. Like there's no other no better option for them, honestly. Absolutely. I 100% agree with your all's decision. And like I told Dean, I was like, you know what? It's really hard, but I know that they're going to the best place. Like, Yes, definitely. For sure. We're still going to be able to see them. My kids are still going to have a relationship with them. It just, it sucks that it had to come to that, but it. And honestly, it's probably better for all four of them. Yeah. Because instead of having to deal with four dogs coming in and it being overwhelming, them tearing up stuff because there's so many, you know, because there's four of them coming into the house at once, the kids will actually get to play with these two. Yeah. And, and these, the two that are here are so much more calm than the two. And it, it is because sharing, um... It's the same with kids. It's 1,000% the same with kids. There is only so much of me that I can give to so many people or animals that our dogs didn't get as much individual love as they probably wanted. Now, they have everything that they could fucking need and want all rolled up into one. Well, we had, at one point, we had three outside dogs and two inside dogs so the little ones always came inside and then the three one three big ones were outside and we live out in the country and stuff happens uh we had a coyote get one of them and then the other one got ran over on the gravel road that stuff happens so now and then the one inside dog i don't remember what happened to her i don't remember Lily, the little one, the little white one. I know she was a little messed up when we first got her, so I think maybe she just, I don't know. I don't remember. But we're down to the um, one old dog in the house, and he's like, Jay's like 15 years old. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He, I don't know. I don't know how he's still alive. <laughs> That's how I feel about Bouncer. I don't know how she's still alive. This dog, I'm pretty sure, is like six, 16. Yeah. I swear to God. I'm like, all right. He just, he eats what he wants, usually people food, because he is old and cranky and gets what he wants. And so he just gets whatever he wants. He's great inside, unless Steven's not there, and then he gets pissed off at me and poops on the floor. <laughs> And a really inconvenient spot for me. Yeah. Like, usually the first place I walk through in the morning. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? And then we've got our Rottweiler outside. And he does not leave our property. Like, he will not leave our place even when he's hoaxed. He did follow us down to the river finally the other day. Which is fine because we were going down there slow on the side beside so like he followed and now we've got a puppy yeah and i'm getting to spend more one-on-one time with the puppy and then the rottweiler outside like i work with the puppy inside training doing all that stuff 
and then I go outside and I can sit there and play with the older, with, you know, our Rottweiler outside. So it's like, I feel like everybody's getting attention and Jay does not like me. Steven's <laughs> old shih tzu. So he doesn't get my attention. He gets attention from Steven because that dude has never liked me. And I don't really mess with him. He doesn't usually mess with me unless I piss him off or unless Steven's gone. So it's pretty good world right now. Yeah. I, I think, think my, like, <laughs> happiest thing about it is the only reason. So our dogs have, we built a pen and put a doggy door in a room in our house. So we built a pen outside. That way they could go outside. And now that we just have the two, these are the two that don't run off. These are the two that will stay at home so we can get rid of the pen. We can just let them outside. The, you know, they'll stay here. They don't wander. They don't do anything. They're too old to do that shit. For the other two, they wanted, they wanted to just take the fuck off. They'll see you later. And that always made us nervous because we are so close to livestock. And although, you know, it wasn't until today that they had ever messed with anything, you just don't know. Well, and you can still use that room as their room. Daniel's going to turn it into his office. Oh, well, that'll be good. In that case, you can turn, you know, if you guys have to leave and don't want them necessarily in the house or whatever, you can put them out in the shed in the enclosed part. If yeah. there's AC out there, there can be heat out there. Yeah. You know, you can turn that in, you know, not necessarily turn it into the dog area, but if but you, you have to leave. still keep what their room is now into the dog area. It'll just have Daniel's computer in there. Yeah. And they're, like, like I said, they're old. They don't do anything. Yeah. Like, literally one is sleeping on my bed right now as we're recording. And the other one's by the stairs sleeping. Yeah. They usually do not leave me. Yeah. At all. They came up here earlier and I got Bouncer to sit in the chair. <laughs> She barely fits. She is so <laughs> fucking big. She is. She's huge. Oh my god. And she's, like I said, 16 years old. I don't think she's ever going to die. That's what I think about Jay. And, like, I don't want to wish that because I know it'll be devastating for Steven. Yep. But then again, I'm like, man, you are so old. Like, last winter, he had a spell and he, um, he fell down the stairs in the, like, on the porch. It was icy, it was snowy, and he, like, fell down. He came back inside and was acting really weird and it acted like that for a couple days. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I think we need to take him to the vet. He had pulled his tail. <laughs> From where he fell down those stairs, he had pulled one of the discs in, like, the very bottom of his spine where his tail connects. Oh and so every God. time he'd go to wiggle his tail, it hurt him terribly. That dude, I spent $100 on medicine for him. He was on all kinds of painkillers, all kinds of muscle relaxers, and nerve suppressors or something. I'm like, what the hell? Jesus. I spent more on this damn dog than I do on myself in a year for medication. I'm like, this is ridiculous. No shit. But... I will do it a million times. For sure. Because it's Steven's dog. And I I think this is where I feel the most bad is that Daniel has a special love for June. He always has. 
All of our dogs we got as puppies except for Bouncer. Billy was born in our old house. Like, but we we love these dogs. Like, do not get me wrong. And Daniel has a special love for June. That was his fucking dog. But I think you know he's he's been talking about it for a while. About we've got to do something with them because they keep taking out and all of this stuff. And I think when I brought up the idea of his mom taking them and me calling her and asking her if she wanted him, I think he felt relieved, which he should have. Yeah, because putting down a dog, no matter what, is devastating. But I think he knew that it's what he should do. Because he wants to get cattle out here. He wants goats out here. And he's like, if they're going to kill our our chickens, who knows what they're going to do to all of our other... And killer chickens for no reason is the issue. And that is something, living in the country, whether you have the livestock or not, you cannot have an animal... That is aggressive towards any kind of livestock. Yeah. Like, you you just can't. It becomes a liability for you, your neighbors, and then you have issues with your neighbors. Right, and, and that's, that's that's what we talked, talked about. We can't afford to buy somebody's livestock. Yeah, like, so a couple years ago, we had bottle calves, and they'd gotten big enough where we moved them out to pasture. So they were in an electrical fenced off area. They were as tame as tame can be. Like, they were my bottle babies. I was out there three times a day, feeding them, playing with them. The kids loved them, and we put them out into the electrical fence area, and they were doing so good, getting so big. I could go out there every day. Like, we had one get out because I think Remington forgot to latch the electric fence, which was fine. Like, they were tame enough. They didn't go anywhere. He came up to my front porch. I was like, hey, Mom. Hey. Hey, I should probably, probably be back, back with these other guys. guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we had them out there for a while. And one night, I hear this ruckus outside, and all these dogs are going crazy, mine included. But mine was standing, like, at my door barking. And I go out there, and I don't see anything. The next morning, I go out there. The neighbor's dog had chased my two bottle calves through the fence, got them down in, like, a a small ditch. and started chewing on them so one of them was dead by morning and the other one was so traumatized because cows get traumatized i did not know this until after it happened he got so traumatized he wouldn't eat he wouldn't hardly drink we couldn't get him to stand up because he was weak from not eating and drinking and he ended up dying i called the vet did everything i could did the ivy under the skin like everything i could and I had to call the cops on that situation, which was, I don't like to do that because I don't want to cause issues with our neighbors. But then again, I'm like, we've spent months yeah. and a ton of money on these calves. I did. And they were like, well, there's no way to prove that it was the neighbor's dog because you have dogs that are free range out here. And I was like, well, if that's the case, then I'll lock mine up. And if any other animal comes out, any other dog comes over here, then we will know that it's their dog. And I was like, and their, the neighbor's dog was the only dog that had blood on it. Like his collar was covered in blood. And I was very disappointed in that whole situation. Yeah. I talked to the neighbors. They're like, oh, our dog didn't do it. 
our dog has never attacked our chickens. I'm like, well, your chickens are all in a very secure pen. So, of course, he wouldn't have got in the pen with them. And there's somebody over there all the time. Right. And I'm like, mine are in the pasture. Like, I am not out there 24-7 with them. Mm-hmm. And so I was very disappointed in the whole situation because the neighbors were kind of shitty to us. And then made us have to lock our dogs up, even though we had never had any issues with anybody else with our dogs. Yep. And still have not. And our dog is still free range. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I totally understand the whole, you need to keep your, your dog safe so that they're not, so that you're not put in a position where they do something like that. Right. Totally get that. It was, it just like, sucks. That was Daniel's worst fear is that the dogs would go get one of the neighbor's livestock. Yeah. I'm glad that they got ours instead of the neighbors, but it still fucking sucks. Like, all my laying hens. They got all my fucking laying hens. And honestly, it's probably a a good deal that it happened now and not not when you had calves. Right. You know, like, because they're pretty defenseless and they cost a lot more. Yeah. You know, so it's probably a better thing that it did happen now and you could get rid of the problem before it became a actual problem. Right. Like three laying hens sucks. How right. still but I said Daniel's Snapchat earlier of the turkey, the rooster and the hen and I was like these motherfuckers have escaped death twice. They all came out alive whenever the fucking raccoon got in yeah, the pen that time. Yeah, they did. And he got saved by the dogs. Ow. Ow. Got some good poultry there. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking animals, I swear. Yeah, I feel that. Oh, we're also gonna have to muzzle Bouncer for a little bit. That way she doesn't eat the kittens. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, so did I, I when I let them inside. When I let the dogs inside. I was like, oh, oops. Forgot about that. But in, in Bouncer's defense, she didn't even try to go towards the kitten, but the kitten freaked out. Yeah. And so I'm like, we're going to have to do These kittens are going to have to get used to the dogs. The dogs are going to have to get used to the kittens. Yeah. Lucy doesn't care about anything. As long as she's able to lay down somewhere, she doesn't care. At all. Fuck. So, on a lighter note, instead of us talking about our sort of depressing dog stories <laughs> and livestock stories, let's go to some mom hacks for sort of specifically back to school. So, Cindy, do you have any? So, I don't know if it, this is like a hack in general, but something that we do. For our family to get ready for back to school is, and it's working out so well, I'm so glad, is we pretend like we're going to school the week before. So, like, Sunday night was the worst. Granted, it is only Tuesday, okay? 
but Sunday, Sunday night was the worst trying to get the kids, kids to go to bed. I was like, we're waking up at six o'clock in the morning. Like, y'all gonna have to get up because bus gets here at seven. Everybody needs to be up by six thirty every day, and everybody's ready. So they did not listen Sunday night. Adley probably didn't fall asleep until 10. The other two probably didn't fall asleep until 11. And I was like, sucks to suck. <laughs> We're getting up at 6. So I got them all up at 6.30 yesterday. Um, it was actually pretty pretty decent. Nobody really had a rough day yesterday. Today was more rough than yesterday was. Um, me and Hazel took a nap at 9. Because I was up. At 4.45, because the kittens wouldn't get the fuck off of me. Oh, God. So, I was up then, got everybody up at 6.30, got everybody dressed. Like, we we do this shit. We get dressed, we have breakfast. We make sure that by 7.15, they are ready to be on a bus. So, we did all of that. Um, Last night was amazing. Everybody was asleep at 8, like, by 8.30. They all laid down at 8 o'clock, and every single one of them was passed out by 8.30. It was wonderful. Getting them up this morning, easy. And I'm like, all right. That's I'm how jealous. Go. Totally jealous. So we are a night family, all of us. Besides Morris, he does like to go to bed at a decent time. That's our youngest, so... We don't do that <laughs> our house. It's like... Granted, you have really small children that aren't quite in school yet. Yeah, so our two youngest are not going to school yet. They will both start next year. So I've got a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Piper will be four in October. So she is just a little late for the cutoff for... Just one year. For the one year. Yeah. Because yeah, I... That girl, she said on the way... On the, in the truck earlier, she goes, my, I start with a P. Aww. And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, I start with a P. And I was like, are you talking about your name? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, spell it for me. So I spelled it out and she rattled it right back to me and was Aww. singing it the whole way Aww. home. I'm like, oh my gosh, girl. And I know that's not an amazing thing necessarily, but she is... We found a couple new apps for her, and so that's sparked her interest in letters. Like mm-hmm. she knew her ABCs, she knew knows her one ones through ten or one through ten. She knows that, yep. but she just keeps like she keeps surprising me with the stuff that she knows, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, where did you learn it? Every week she yep. comes home with a new nursery rhyme. And she knows it. Yeah. Like, she teaches me some of them because I don't know all of them. Like, that's not something that I know all of them. Mm-hmm. I know all the ABCs. That's what we've try- been trying to decide with Hazel, which we, either way, we have a year buffer. Yeah. Anyways, because Hazel can either go to school for two years, one year, or we don't have to send her to preschool at all. It doesn't matter. Either way, she's not able to go to preschool this year. So, we've got that one year, and she's, one, already so freaking smart. The only reason why we put Harper in preschool for two years was because she didn't go to daycare. She stayed at home with Grandma. She didn't have any kids that were around her age. Great, yeah. she learned a lot of stuff. Connor taught her a lot of stuff. She didn't have the socialization. Yeah, and that that's a Hazel big deal has. too. Yeah, Hazel's with kids at 
Every time she's at daycare, which is at least two days a week. Mm -hmm. So that was something that we fought with Morris. So I stayed home with him for a year and a half or almost a year and a half. And that was something him going to school and only about six months of the year and a half that he was home was Piper home. So like for a full year, he was an only baby all day. So he didn't have that early on until about a year and a half. And then they both started back in daycare when I went back to work. So he is kind of lacking in that. And he's a boy. And in my family, the boys always not necessarily need the two years, but they always benefit from the two years of of preschool. Right. So that's kind of what we're thinking. So we sat down, we talked about it. Preschool is a lot of freaking work. You have to do pick up, drop off, and they're not business hours. You know, school's not business hours. So I would be having to, if I started Piper in school this year, she would be in the afternoon class at our school. Yep. So I would have to drop Morris off and her off at daycare in the morning. And still pay for daycare. Still pay for full daycare. And then preschool costs right, here. Yeah. Pay for not, da- or pay for preschool, yeah. Yeah. So I would be dropping them both off at daycare in the morning, coming in at lunchtime, picking her up, dropping her off at daycare or off at preschool. And then having to be back at, like, 3 to pick her up from preschool. And my daycare does not allow an additional drop-off. So I would have to keep her at 3 until I get off work at 4.30, which is not a big deal for my work, as long as I'm not at my busy time. So I would do that this year. And then next year, I would do... Drop off at daycare in the morning, drop off at school in the morning, pick up one, pick up both of them on lunch. No, no, no. Yeah. One would go to daycare next year. So next, next year, year, one will well, go to no, daycare, no, no. one will Hold go on. to preschool. Hold on, because one gets out at 11. At, yeah, at 10.50. Yeah, so I would have an hour. In, yeah, and the other one goes in at noon. Yeah, so I would have an hour of sitting in a vehicle or figuring something out. Yeah. So I would do pickup, or I'd do two drop-offs in the morning, and then two pickups at lunch, and then a drop-off at lunch, and then a pickup at three, and then have to take that one back to my work until I got off at 4.30 and then go pick the other one up at daycare, all while I'm paying for both of them. Yeah. And then the next year, Morse will still be in school. So I'll be doing it for three years. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'm almost to the point, because I feel like I do a pretty good job at educational stuff like if we're outside doing something or even inside cooking cleaning anything I'm like hey this is a good educational thing come here and I teach the kids so I'm almost to that point where I'm like do does Piper even need preschool right because she is so smart in my opinion I feel like she could go without the preschool 
But then again, I want her to know her classmates. Yep. I want her to be socialized with her classmates. Scared on the first day of kindergarten. Exactly. So I think we're still, as of right now, going to do the one year of preschool for her and two years for Morris. Mm -hmm. Unless that dude will really just come around. (laughs) I'm working on it. We, we keep, keep getting, getting off onto tangents. I love it, but I'm not sure our moms like it. Y'all need to tell us, do you like it or not? We need some feedback. We need to know, because, one, we can't exactly help it. Brains just work crazy. Mom brain. Now mom hacks. Okay, mom hacks. Your mom hacks. Okay, okay. <laughs> back. I'm back. You got me back. Okay, so a couple months ago, I was ordering on... Ordering my groceries, because I have worked, I am a working mom, so I work during the day, my husband works during the day. So, I was ordering my groceries for delivery. Say that again. Shut up. (laughs) I'm tired. The dyslexia comes out worse when I'm tired. So, I was doing a grocery order, and I don't remember if it was pickup or delivery, don't remember, but I, for some reason, I ended up on Instacart instead of, like, the Aldi's website. So I went ahead and went through, did my order, and the next day, so I went and picked my groceries up that day or had them delivered, I don't remember, and the next day I get an email, thank you for your subscription to Instacart, and I was like, what? And it was like 50 bucks. I did what? I did what? (laughs) So, 50 bucks is a big deal around our house, especially when it's spent accidentally. (laughs) So, I do some digging. Well, I signed up for Instacart Premium. I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but you get free delivery from the Instacart in your area and some other perks, too. Like, you get a premium time slots and whatever. I was like, okay, well, let's try this out next week. So the next week came along and I did the delivery to see how much it would cost. Because last time I did the delivery, it was like 60 bucks on $300 worth of groceries to get delivered to my house. Um, Instacart premium is the fucking bomb. They deliver it to your house for like 15, 20 bucks and you, there's an automatic tip included in it and then you can tip extra if you want, but you don't have to. And I've been doing that for the last couple months and it is amazing. $300 worth of groceries cost me $15 delivery, 15 to $20 delivery and I don't spend extra going, oh, to, going down the extra aisles, you know. <laughs> I don't have to spend fuel to go to Moberly or Mexico, which is the closest Aldi's for me, because that's where we do our grocery shopping mostly. Yeah. So the fuel there and back is close to 20 bucks. Easily. At my 13 fucking dollar, or 13 dollars a gallon, Jesus Christ. 13 miles per gallon. Thank you. 13 miles a gallon. That's what our fucking truck is. I'm like, yeah. Jesus fuck. We're down to driving two trucks now and so the fuel mileage is about the same so if anybody is a busy mom or a working mom 
Or you don't want to go to the fucking grocery store. Or fucking lazy, lazy mom, because that's, that's what I am. am. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it works. Whatever. Instacart. Instacart premium. They deliver it to my house. They put it on my porch. I had it delivered to my mother-in-law's one day, and they delivered it, and she was at the house, and she's like, hey, can you go ahead and bring that in? And they brought it into the fucking house. So easy, so convenient. You get to pick when it's delivered, roughly. You know, there's always a little bit of wiggle room for the time frames. But I'm like, this is the easiest thing. I have it delivered about the time I get off work, and it's there within either before I get off work or within 10, 15 minutes of me getting off work. I can take it in, put the groceries away. I use the brown bags because they're that's what they use normally. I use those in my compost. So I'm like, it's a win-win. Yeah. In my eyes, it's a win-win. So that is a big mom hack that I found accidentally. And it cost me 40 to 50 bucks, whatever. I don't think if I have any other mom hacks. You know what my kid told me today? (laughs) That she don't have a toothbrush. That she don't know where her toothbrush went. Oh, bitch, please. That she's been missing it for at least a week. If you come to our house and you can't find a toothbrush, you're not looking. That's what I said. I said, I'm pretty sure we have, like, three in packages underneath the sink. Oh, I didn't check there. We have, like, have you been missing it for a week and we needed to tell me? We buy in bulk from, like, Sam's Club or Amazon. So if you can't find something around our house, it's obviously not something important. And teeth are one big thing in our house. You know what else this child did the other day? Let her take a shower, okay? It, I think it was yesterday. It might have been yesterday. Told her, I was like, hey, you need to take a shower, you know. You had sheer practice, you're probably stanky. Hey, take a shower. She gets out of the shower really fast. The fastest. She also did high fit with me yesterday, okay? So I'm like, you need to take a shower. You sink, but I'm not going to say that. I was like, I love you. She took the fastest shower. I swear she wasn't even in there five minutes. And I walk in the bathroom and she's getting dressed. And I'm like, that was the shortest shower that you've ever taken in your life. Did you, did you wash yourself? She's like, yeah, I washed my hair. And I was like, did you scrub your body? Because, you know, your body's probably very nasty after sweating all of that. Right. And she's like. Yeah, I put soap on my hands and scrubbed it with my fingers. And I was like, oh my god, child, we have loofahs in the shower. Get back in there and scrub your body. I made her get back in the shower. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm going to be a weirdo. You just scrub with your fingers? Well, hold on. Oh, my God. Your horses. So, Steven uses a rag, and he uses a new rag every single time. Totally okay with that. That's fine. The kids usually have a loofah or, like, some scrubby toy thingamabob, whatever. I was not raised in a place, in a household... Where we had an abundant amount of wash rags where you could wash yourself. 
with a new one each time. And we didn't have the money for loofahs. Right. So I was raised with just soap on your hand and you rub it all over. And unless I am really dirty or exfoliate, which I do that usually once a week, is exfoliate everything with the wash rag or like a loofah or the scrub brush, the shower scrub brush, whatever. I body. Even listen to you. I know, I'm terrible. <laughs> so I do not use a wash rag, but I make sure every crevice is clean. I do. And I don't. How? Do I stink? I don't know. I haven't sniffed you. Well, your daughter told me I smelled amazing the other night, so. Well, clearly her nose doesn't work because she's out here scrubbing herself with her fingertips. Okay, you don't have to explain that part, but. Yeah, no, I don't use wash rags or loofahs. Loofahs are full of bacteria, and so that kind of grosses me out. And I don't like wash rags because Steven uses all of them in his shower. (laughs) So I don't ever have a clean wash rag. And then, like, when I do, that's the day I exfoliate for the week and, like, get everything all good and exfoliated. Okay. okay. We're going to we're gonna need to know. How in the fuck do you wash yourselves? Okay? Please no tell shame. me that there are Cindy, not. I will not let Cindy shame you. Just tell us. <laughs> Just wash themselves with their fingers. After this podcast comes out, I'm going to put a poll on our page. How do you wash yourself? And everybody that listens needs to know what we're talking about. I swear to God. There, there cannot, cannot be, be that, that many, many of you. <laughs> okay, so... In my defense, I do have pretty callous hands for a woman, I feel like. So, like, my hands are pretty rough. I honestly feel like they're rougher than a wash rag, but whatever. So, and I do sometimes use the soap that has the exfoliating beads in it. I feel like you're getting better. You're getting better with the exfoliating beads. However, hold on. I'm not, I'm not listening, listening to your excuses. excuses. Do, you, do you clean your belly button every time you shower? Yeah. Do you, you clean, clean your butthole every time you shower? Well, obviously. Okay, Does my butthole stink, Cindy? I, t- I also have not... Do you want to sniff, sniff it? <laughs> my dog might. <laughs> okay, in my defense today, I've been out on the farm feeding the goats and the cattle and stuff, so we were out so there for like an hour. So actually the dog that stinks. It was definitely the dog that's been shitting its pants in this fucking bed. <laughs> it keeps farting and it's so bad. Oof, like gag you bad. It's rough. <laughs> oh my god. Last story before we go, okay? I don't even want to know. I had the worst gas yesterday, okay? Her gas had nothing on mine. Oh my I gosh! It was so bad. Have you switched over to that diet? diet? No, no, not yet. Okay, I was no. like, if you have, you might need to switch back, <laughs> or your bowels will explode. It was so fucking bad. I was getting on the couch yesterday, and I crop dusted Daniel. He was paying an online game. Oh, that's great. I was just dying on the couch. 
That is hilarious. So I see another thing on our list of things to talk about, and I think we can get it knocked out. Okay. Okay. You don't know which one, do you? I have a feeling I know which one. Okay. So Cindy and I both had our first Brazilians. A couple weeks ago, or I guess it had been about a month ago. About a month ago, yeah. About a month ago. Second, second one yet. So we went and got our Brazilian by one of our amazing sponsors for the Mama Retreat. You'll have to wait until. Well, I guess we can throw out her name, can't we? Yeah, I already posted her. Thing. Okay, so Glisten Beauty Bar, right? Glisten yeah, yeah. Beauty Bar, Brittany Harvey in Paris, Missouri, and she does an amazing job. So. My second one was so much better than the first one. It is so much easier. It does not hurt. But that has cut like five minutes out of my shower a day. I don't have to shave and be gentle and any of that. It has literally been an amazing time saver. So I feel like that could be another mom hack. That's That's definitely definitely a mom hack. If you haven't got got a fucking Brazilian yet, what are you waiting for? If you're scared that it's going to hurt, well, no shit, it's going to fucking hurt. It does hurt. It's obviously and probably one of the most sensitive parts, but you also gave birth to a child. Exactly. It's not that fucking bad, okay? You've given birth to a child. You can get a Brazilian and even schedule in another one. Like... Like, I 1,000% recommend it. I used to always be too nervous because I was like, man, okay, I used to be nervous for, like, the stupidest reasons. Like, what if she rips off my clit? That's not possible. It's really not. We learned that. We asked a bunch of questions our first time. So I went before Cindy, and ours were, like, scheduled right at an, an hour apart. So I get in there, and I'm asking all these questions, and we're laughing and stuff. She's doing mine. And Sydney walks in, and she's like, what the hell's taking so long? And I was like, bitch, it's right on time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Sydney walks in, and then we get to talking later, and we were both asking, like, the same questions. The stupidest fucking questions. But they were so funny. And then I found out that she was Brittany, or a waxer was telling Cindy the stupid questions I was asking. I was like, what? For sure. Also, found out that there is somebody who does the waxing who will save the strips and sell them. So, like, my ask for my strips next time. That way I can, you know, I need a little bit of extra cash. So we were talking about it, my last one. <laughs> so about the whole, she knows a guy that does waxing, and she didn't give any details, but he saves the strips of his clients and sells them online. Makes crazy amount of money. So then we got to talking about eyelashes and extensions. I was like, could you use the hair from down there for eyelash extensions? And she's like, that is super unsanitary and disgusting. And I was like, I saw a girl on TikTok the other day taking, plucking her eyebrows, dipping them in glue, and putting them on her eyelashes. What the fuck? Yeah. No. No, no absolutely not. Nope. Also, let, let me tell you, I know it's like, like a, a like a stereotypical, stereotypical thing about Brazilians, 
the, the butthole butt that, that like it hurts, hurts obviously. obviously she doesn't wax your actual butthole yeah, yeah it's not the, she, she doesn't wax your actual butthole butt that was like also a, a misconception like your butt cheeks just the, the like the, the cheeks the yeah. cheeks um you should see the movements that we're doing with our hands we need to do a video one we need to for sure um but it doesn't hurt like people say it does. It absolutely fucking does not. From the pain that you went to before doing that, because that's the last thing that's done, doesn't hurt. 1,000% will never shave again. We'll always get a Brazilian wax. Yes. And the worst, there's only two strips that are bad. The lips. See, I didn't think the lips were very bad, and this is where a lot of people are different. I thought that... The, the like, like what you, you would call, call like the landing strip because, because that's where all the hair goes in a bunch of different ways. Oh yeah. And, and I, I thought that that one hurt the worst. I haven't had my second one yet, so it might have changed, but that one hurt the worst the first time. And as you go, it gets your hair gets lighter. So I was like a month and a week after my first one, and there was so much less hair down there. For it was sure. Amazing. And then the second one, so Steven is very impressed with downstairs right now. <laughs> He's like, I will always make sure you have money to go get this done. <laughs> I'm like, deal, I will take it. Mine went from being the wilderness in two fucking weeks, like legitimately just out of fucking control, need a weed whacker. To wilderness must be explored. <laughs> Honestly, like, there's, it's been six weeks, probably close to that, and there's barely any hair down there. See, mine came in, it was, like, the fourth week after getting it done The for, like, the original one getting done. It was, like, the fourth week, and it came in literally overnight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, I'm not used to there being hair down there. And then I scheduled my appointment, got in, got it done, and I'm like, this is crazy. You go from nothing to something, and then again to nothing. Yeah. I'm like, it's just, it is so easy. You spend 30, 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Roughly once a month. And I'm like, I spend five minutes a day extra in my shower shaving. Yeah. Everything. Not just that. Everything. Right. And I'm like, this is so much easier. And, I, I mean, if you're anything like me, you can't fucking see down there very good. So you don't know I don't if you're getting everything. I don't have my contacts in when I shower. Yeah. Usually I've got my glasses on because it's at night or first thing in the morning. So I don't have my contacts in. And I can't see shit. So I don't know if I got it or not. And then I put my glasses on after I get out of the shower. And it's like, oh, fuck, I missed a bunch. See, mine's, a, mine's by feel. Yes. And, and the, the butt, butt is, is the worst. worst. Like, the little crevices. Oh, and then you, like, cut your butt cheek. Bro, the, the hairs, hairs are so, fu- like, okay, this was before my wax, but, but like, they, they were so fucking long. And I'm like, I can't, I don't know what See, to I do. buy, I don't necessarily, not necessarily cheap razors, but, like, I try to get a bargain. So I try yeah. to get, like, ten for whatever. And so... By the end of the wax, which usually I do down there, towards the end of my shaving. So, like, by the end of the shaving, 
it's like the razor's wore out. Yes. And it's like you're trying to reach back there and shave everything and it it's no. Mine's Let's go get a wax. Feel, I can't, can't fucking feel shit. Go get a wax. For sure. I thought about getting my armpits and my legs waxed. I also thought about that too, but I feel like I can definitely take the time. My leg hair doesn't grow very fast and it is blonde. I don't think I need to pay for that. Armpits, however, those... Uh, if I don't shave them every day, which I don't because I'm not that person... Um, I have to. I don't to. even know. I have to that. shave my armpits every day. I look like a natural girl. Yeah. My legs, I can usually go a couple days... But my armpits every day. So I've thought about it. I'm like, this would be so much easier. And then it would bump my appointment up to like an hour a week or an hour a month. Yeah. It still save me time. I don't get my eyebrows waxed. One of my eyebrows is super fucked up. And I don't like, I don't know what's wrong with it. Mine have always been. So that's usually what I add on to my appointment when I get my wax is my eyebrows and my lip. I get all three of my lips waxed at once. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, mamas. Well, on that note, we're out of here. Till next time. Bye.